Hey everybody, thanks for taking time to listen to 7 Minutes There and Back, which is a podcast about me just driving to and from work, talking about sometimes the incoherent and random thoughts in my head, but also just an outlet to unload the stress of the day or to prepare for the day and hopefully open some doors to have conversations amongst your friends or amongst myself and any of you, so... You know, if you like it, follow me. If you don't, don't. Thanks for everything and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, and happy Tuesday to all of you. First of the day time before we leave, and I try not to run my puppy over who under tries to lick tires for some reason. All right, so first John four fifteen. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. Uh, How nice of John to make it so simple. If you declare that Christ was resurrected and is our Lord and Savior, then you are on the right side of that conversation. So... It's easy as that. Appreciate that, John. And moving on now. So, it's Tuesday. Last night was uh, D&D, so we did some Dungeons and Dragoning last night. Um, finished up that big, giant prison battle, which was a lot of fun. Um, at the, towards the end of it, I think I told you guys last week, we had uh, someone there, there to save essentially strapped a bunch of dynamite to himself and grabbed the person we were there to kill. So we were trying to save him. We were trying to kill this other person. He's holding on to her. And about halfway through the night, Kablooey, he turns the middle of the combat scene into a crater. Uh, So it's a big, giant prison complex and a courtyard of a prison. So thinking like, like rec yard or like that type of thing. And he just turns himself and we believe her and just about everybody into a crater around um this explosion that he unleashes so that's that was all well and good right the mission one of two missions successful and then within seconds um we knew of a potential mutiny or coup happening we were just trying to do our business and get out fast enough we did not get out fast enough, and out from under the ground came a, a dark, a drow army of undead and, and all of this nonsense out of a giant centipede. It was a really cool visual scene, as it was described. Um, not a cool scene to be in the middle of if you're trying to not fight your way out of a thousand-person army. So um, we went ahead and tactically... Um, maneuvered our way um, in a rear position and for those of you who don't know that means we retreated we ran away right back through the prison that we just raided through we have our whole party we have our whole group um, plus one we were able to save one of the, the military lieutenants that we knew and we saved him hopefully we can kind of rally his forces and figure all that out but and then we exited through the prison, saved a bunch of civilians, you know, 
ultimately going to return to our like home base to get started again and figure out where we go from here. Uh, but this was this was a good start. There is there is three main enemy forces in the area. I feel like uh, one of them was our lady who is a crater. One of them is uh, the lady who called on those drow to betray everybody, so she's clearly still alive. And the other one runs a group of mercenaries or um, just kind of cons who live in the woods. Uh, we'll figure out how to deal with her here in a minute. But I thought it was an interesting situation, right? Uh, it's not... Anyway, I anticipated it going. I anticipated us saving more people and leaving less of a crater of bush and kabooey, but it doesn't always work out that way. So um, it was a really fun night. It's fun to get around the table and just kind of catch up with those guys, but ultimately just play that game and be in a world where kind of anything can happen. So that's really cool. That's a an interesting thing. I would encourage all of you, if you're not, do it. It's good for your, your imagination. It's good for your creativity. It's really good for your mental health to be able to kind of check out and just do something kind of separate from your own life. So um, today's shaping up to be uh, hopefully a busy day of work, but I'm not seeing a whole lot of traction out of the day. Uh, we got some people who are work from home. It's sick season and I mean, we have a we got a sick daughter too but it's becoming sick season which means a bunch of people are out a bunch of people work from home a bunch of people are setting up for the holidays which it's fine i'm not everybody has their time everybody everybody earns their pto use it so um for today last night at the table we had potato soup it was really good um, but at the table my wife and I were discussing Christmas amongst ourselves, right? So what do we do for each other for Christmas? This is a an annoyance, but it's a it's a known annoyance. It's not a bad thing. So every year we talk about what are we going to do for each other for Christmas? You know, put a, put a financial cap on it or put kind of some reserve or cap on that number. And then also, how do we go about not knowing what each other are getting? You know, we we share our bank account. We share our Amazon account because I don't want to pay $140 a month or, yeah, $140 a year for each of us to have our own to pay for shipping for a month because typically we don't care. So with all of our accounts shared, how do we actually surprise each other? But we're at that age, in my, in my opinion, where... The gifts are less of a surprise and now they're more functional so we're buying each other functional things that we're actually in conversation about and then wrapping it just feels like it happened sooner than i thought it would i'm not mad about it i just you know feels like it happened sooner i remember being 13 or 14 or something and i'd ask my dad what do you want he'd be like just give me some socks and so i would buy socks wrap socks for him to unwrap them and say oh wow socks and I was like you told me to get you socks so I don't know it takes a little bit of the joy out of it if everybody knows everything so I don't know that's tough 
because my wife's love language is gifts. So when she wants to show love and or be loved, gifts is the way. And that's not a, it's not money thing. It's a it could be handmade gifts. She prefers handmade gifts, or it could be you know repurposed gifts. So these these are not this isn't a, a slight. It hurts just the reality, and that makes it hard when you do a everybody knows everything about the gifts we're getting kind of Christmas. So be curious to know as I pull into the parking lot what each of you is doing for Christmas, right? How your if you are allocating either a budget or how you do it in a way that's surprising to the other. Like, what do you do to make Christmas exciting? Or is Christmas just become something that uh, adults spend a lot of their time or parents, not just adults, spend a lot of their time um, focusing on kids and, and, and lives and kind of let what they used to get out of Christmas drift away. So see you guys in the afternoon, but curious to know. Thanks for listening to the morning. Now, roughly eight or nine or 10 or six hours later. You guys, I'm sorry to say this, but on the afternoon drive home today, I actually had to take a work call. So now I'm already at my house, which means there is no evening portion of the episode. But uh, one cool thing I got to do when I did get home is my wife's getting ready because we're going on a date tonight as it's date night is I got to dance with both my kids to that song Fancy Like. And you know what? It's a cheesy song, but kids love it. So go listen to Fancy Like and dance with your kids. Have a great night. We'll see you guys tomorrow.